0: Hello, and welcome to the Date Night Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Russell, and with me is my co-host, Ashley Russell. Hey! This is a show where each week, Ashley and I, we talk about a new movie that's playing in theaters, and then we break it down, whether we thought it was good or bad, and whether or not it would make for a good date movie. On this episode, we're talking about Bombshell. This is a new film based on actual events that occurred at Fox News back in 2016. The IMDb plot summary reads... A group of women decide to take on Fox News head Roger Ailes and the toxic atmosphere he presided over at the network. This movie has a 65% on Rotten Tomatoes. And it opened That's not good. That's technically fresh. It's not great. Yeah, they're it's not um it, critics aren't raving about it. It uh, it opened wide this weekend to about five million. <laughs> which Ouch. is which is defi- definitely not good at all. No. I mean, you know, it's uh, it's Christmas time. I mean, this will hang in theaters around Christmas. This is probably like a work in progress, but that's it's still a disappointing start, I would say. I mean, that's it opened lower than the fourth weekend of Knives Out.
1: Well, I, I feel like it probably alienated, you know, a lot of people that do watch Fox News.
0: It, it's totally possible that a number of... Potential audience members have kind of already written this movie off based on what it's about. I mean, it's just—I mean, it's based on actual events. I mean, it's not—it's not fabricating events. But uh, basically, this movie starts out with Gretchen Carlson, who's played by Nicole Kidman, filing a sexual harassment claim against Roger Ailes. Yeah. and the network. Uh, Roger Ailes—he's played here by John Lithgow—and uh, the bulk of the movie it deals with how she, along with Megyn Kelly and other women uh, kind of just navigate this pervasive, toxic atmosphere at Fox News. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, that's I mean, that's the bulk of the movie. I
1: mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, it's the time of the Me Too movement. I mean, this was probably one of the things that got the Me Too movement into the forefront with Gretchen coming out against Roger Ailes. I mean, he's a huge you know sex monster well yes and john lithgow man can you he can, plays he, it. he plays like he the plays grossness <laughs> that was roger ale for I'm, sure like, looking at a real picture of roger and i'm just like oh my god and no wonder why he had to go through all of these shenanigans because he can't get a woman on his own <laughs> he's- and he's got a wife but the wife is only with him for the money
0: yeah, he he looks like Shrek, and John Lithgow is—he's got some prosthetics on, he's got some makeup. He, he does a pretty good job I- inhabiting this creep.
1: Yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. I mean, the actresses, or I mean, obviously they're phenomenal.
0: You've got Charlize Theron as Megan Kelly. Yep, and, and uh, Nicole Kidman. Right, and Margot As Robbie. Mentioned. Margot Robbie is playing a uh, a fictional character. I think she's the only fi- the only character in the film who's kind of fictionalized,
1: which was kind of weird. I, I will say, if they were going to go and make this like inspired by true events, I mean, don't go and make up characters. <laughs> That's just my opinion. Maybe it would yeah. have landed a little bit better with audiences.
0: I can understand why they did it because that character, I think, gives. Uh, they're able to give some emotional insight into what that character is going through more than they can through Gretchen Carlson and Megyn Kelly
1: because they're talking about what happened in the past. Sure, not what's going on now. And I guess they brought this person in to
0: they're they're I mean, able to just kind of dig a little deeper into this fictionalized character um, because you don't you don't really get a whole lot of like the personal life of Gretchen Carlson or Megyn Kelly.
1: No, in you this just, movie, you just know that they both have families.
0: Yeah, it's it doesn't really go deep into either their characters. I guess we get a little bit of Megan Kelly. Her husband is played by Mark Duplass here. We get a little bit of that and how this kind of disrupts her life. Yeah, a lot of the movie is like Megan Kelly deciding whether or not she's going to file suit and leave the company. And I guess, and we'll save that for spoilers, I guess. <laughs> real life events well, for spoilers. I mean, this is
1: real life events. I mean, yeah, it's not know, really spoilers. Megan but... Kelly started getting ushered out of Fox News when Trump started going after her.
0: Yeah, a lot of this movie takes place in 2016 in the lead up before the actual election. Yeah. And yeah, Trump plays a little part of this. There's one bit where they have like a dust up and like she calls him on some of his shit. <laughs> and, well, it was, it was, and he after- goes on like a Twitter tirade.
1: Well, yeah, but it was it was at one of the debates and right. she asked him about how he treats women.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: And he didn't like don't, that.
0: Yeah, don't do that.
1: And thought that she was just going after him.
0: Of course. I mean she's making legitimate questions. <laughs> but um but yeah, like and he tweets about it like several dozen times yeah. like in one night. <laughs> like
1: Honestly, this movie pisses me off.
0: Well, it reflects today.
1: reflects the world we're in it doesn't well it pisses me off in the sense that women are allowing this to happen to other women and not speaking up because they are afraid and they're afraid of their jobs and their careers to do without that versus thinking about what their actions will or won't do to other women coming forward and how That's going to affect other women's personal lives. And then you just, it's a domino effect. And I mean, you know, the first person could have stopped it when it happened. And then, you know, the other hundred people.
0: They stay silent to protect their jobs, essentially. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of money on the line here. It's understandable, but it's also not good at all. I'm sorry.
1: You can retire on a million (laughs) dollars. Sure.
0: That is one of the things that this movie reveals is that in a number of instances, you know, the women kind of reached out to other women for support and it just wasn't there. And most of these women were kind of doing what they had to do on their own. Gretchen Carlson, who kind of steps out first, she's alone and she's just kind of waiting for other women to join her.
1: Honestly, if, if this story was true and about how Gretchen Carlson played it, played her hand... That she actually had all this stuff and like recorded.
0: Brilliant! Whoa! But oh, so overall, what what did you think of this movie? Even though it pissed you off.
1: Oh, it's a good drama. Yeah, adult drama. McKinnon, why is she in this movie? Kate McKinnon.
0: And yeah, I don't want to get too I mean, much into her character because that's kind of in spoilers as well.
1: I yeah, mean, Kate she McKinnon's was, she probably in this. Begged to be in this movie. She probably found out that this was happening and begged to be in this movie. Well. What it, did you think of the movie?
0: I, I enjoyed it a lot. I mean, I think it's well acted. I don't. My only real issue is just the way it's presented. Like, there's not a lot of like formal filmmaking going on. It's just kind of uh, just kind of loose and shaggy the way it's presented. Uh, it's not very cinematic or, or formalized. It's well, just and,
1: and the fact that they had Megan Kelly and they had um, Gretchen Carlson like ca- talking to the camera and like it was kind of like documentary style.
0: It starts and, off like that, right? And yeah. then it kind of drops it.
1: And then that's weird.
0: It's a, yeah, I wish it just, yeah, had a a, a bit more of a presentation to it. It, it just looks kind of like whatever. <laughs> but the actors, I think, hold it together. And the story that it's telling is absolutely one that should be told. Yes. It, it's, I'm glad that it's been dramatized, you know, with Oscar winning actors and, you know, w- with a, a sizable budget. You know, in some way, like, this kind of legitimizes the story. It puts it on record,
1: in a male-dominated world, I mean, they were telling these. Fe- I mean, they weren't allowed to wear dresses. They couldn't wear pants. Like it was all about the sexual appearance.
0: I mean, it looks like a like a Hooters lounge. <laughs> yeah, like on the news floor. Yeah, you've got like tall, blonde, good-looking women dressed. You know, not not for business.
1: <laughs> like, it,
0: it, I mean, this is what Roger Ailes. This is what he created. It's like his own little dating pool.
1: Not dating.
0: His own little fuck pool.
1: There you go. He wasn't dating. He was married. He wasn't dating these women. He was just getting blowies from them.
0: No. Yeah. I was. Yeah. I was trying to, to be discreet. PC? Sure.
1: No. But no. Yeah. He's he's a
0: real creep, and he's he's <laughs> right. after it. He's really after it. And all of the women are just yeah, like fresh meat, just kind of being like swarmed by these like male predators. <laughs> it's kind of the environment yeah. it creates, and it's really uncomfortable and upsetting. And I don't really doubt its accuracy.
1: <laughs> I well they had they, they cut back to like the true, you know, there actual was clips. Actual clips about of
0: new yeah, news anchors just being
1: Fox and Friends creepy in the jerks. morning and about calling women skirts.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm like,
1: what are you guys <laughs> doing?
0: Gretchen Carlson, she has a stack. Early on in the in the movie, it's revealed she has like a stack of notes and just records she's taken of incidents that are completely inappropriate for the workplace. Yeah. And she keeps a complete thorough record. Yeah. I mean, she's really smart about that. <laughs> just kind of saving it to kind of drop as a bombshell. Yeah. yeah. One, one thing I'll say, and one thing I, I enjoyed, you know, the movie, it has just kind of this loose approach. It doesn't really apply too much of a bias towards the situation. I didn't feel and I understand that might be something that, you know, might keep some people away from this movie. I didn't feel too much of a bias. It's mainly just about depicting well, the events. Well, it was
1: just about the story. It was just about the events.
0: It's not really applying. Well, it's, Kate
1: McKinnon's character really.
0: Sure. Yeah. We'll you get know, into puts, that. Puts
1: the dagger into Fox News.
0: It's not that hard to do.
1: I mean, she could have <laughs> kept out of it and just focused on the story.
0: Let's take a break and we'll come back. We'll get into spoilers for Bombshell. <laughs> All right. We're back and we're going to get into some spoilers for Bombshell. There's not a whole lot to spoil here, but you know, in terms of Margot Robbie's character, it turns out her character is gay and she's in she's having a physical relationship with Kate McKinnon.
1: But um her character's still in the closet. And so is Kate McKinnon's character. And you know, working at Fox News, nobody knows that she's a lesbian.
0: And so yeah, they're keeping it on the down low and
1: and she's a democrat. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> I have, to assume, I
0: have to assume these characters are based on like some kind of amalgamation of different types who have maybe worked at Fox News. I mean, I, I can believe that. But yeah, these two are fictional characters. And, uh, you know, honestly, I thought one of the best moments was Margot Robbie towards the end. Her scene on the phone when she's kind that was of,
1: that was a good moment. She really brought her acting capabilities out.
0: She's really good because yeah, she does. She the, she, she blows Roger Ailes yeah. a couple times or just once probably just the, one time. Probably the creepiest scene is when she's in his office and he's asking her to like pull her skirt up. Yeah, he's like, I want to see your legs, and you know, just keep pulling it up until like her underwear is showing. And it it's a very uncomfortable scene. Yeah, and well played by the two actors. But, uh, yeah, over the course of the film, she ends up kind of, you know, blowing them to, you know, move her career ahead. And she has a great scene towards the end on the phone. Uh, is she talking to Kate McKinnon? Yeah. And, yeah, she's just kind of breaking down, just uh, thinking about how she kind of compromised herself. And um, it's, it's good acting. It's good acting. And I think yeah. that's why that character exists, so we could get that moment. Because we're not gonna get that moment from
1: No, because I mean Megan Kelly's character in real life is very stoic. But, sure. Very <laughs>
0: I was gonna say a dummy. But...
1: She's not. She's a litigation lawyer. She's a corporate attorney. She's sure. not stupid.
0: I mean Megan Kelly is Megan Kelly. She is who she's
1: she just, is. She she's not like she's a very serious person. She doesn't do sure. jokes. She's just very
0: this committed movie, to like, her job. I didn't think this movie really portrayed her as too much of a hero. No. It, just, it portrays her as just a woman. No
1: it, woman is a hero in this story. Sure. Except Gretchen Carlson.
0: They're just kind of portrayed as women working professionals in a difficult position trying to navigate their way through this. Yeah. In, in, in a tough spot. So yeah, ultimately, Roger Ailes, he loses his job. Yep. Thank God. I mean.
1: <laughs> but Fox News hasn't really changed. Fox, I mean, Fox
0: News is Fox News.
1: <laughs> Murdoch took it over and he's a staunch Republican.
0: Rupert Murdoch, he's played here uh, by Malcolm McDowell in a little cameo. Yeah. It seems like there's some kind of Im- implication like Rupert Murdoch is doing it at, at the behest of his sons.
1: Yes. His and Rupert sons, Murdoch
0: doesn't quite get, you his know. His
1: sons hate Roger Ailes.
0: And it's, I, I, it's sort of implied like Rupert Murdoch doesn't see what he did as that bad of a thing sort of deal did you get that at all it's it's mostly his son's yeah. kind of urging him into this yeah I, I got that a little bit just through malcolm McDowell's performance he's good in this he has like one scene i mean he shows up bald right <laughs> lo- looking like rupert murdoch and uh so yeah that was more a good casting I, this is a great cast and that's
1: fantastic casting that's the
0: reason really to, yeah. s- to see this
1: there's not special effects there's just a good story and people yeah. acting
0: it's a compelling story. It should be a compelling story for most adults. And
1: wow, Shirley Saron looks like Megan Kelly.
0: She totally, yeah, she, she totally I, nails I'm it. I'm
1: like having to do like a double she, take, like, <laughs> holy crap.
0: She, yeah, she does. She kind of disappears as yeah. Megan Kelly. She just, she doesn't have like any real fireworks. No. Really? I mean, it's Margot Robbie has the closest thing to that yeah. with, with her phone call scene. But so, yeah, so overall, like what, um, what grade would you give those?
1: I'd give it a B. Okay,
0: I give it a, a B plus.
1: Yeah, you know, like the Kate McKinnon character could have been washed away. That bothered you? <laughs> it did. I was just like, sure. why? I mean, she doesn't belong she, in any she's movie. Unnecessary. She... <laughs> I mean, maybe she. I mean, you could have had somebody un, an unknown female play that role. It didn't have to be Kate McKinnon. <laughs> All of her movies have flopped. Like, what movie has she been in that hasn't flopped? I mean, seriously.
0: Well, yeah, I mean the the spy who dumped me that that was not a hit, and that was a, a vehicle for yeah. her
1: flop. Go, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters flop.
0: Yesterday, it was technically a hit. You remember that movie?
1: Kate McKinnon was in that movie.
0: <laughs> She's his manager. She's oh. like, I'm going to offer you this chalice. Yeah, okay. You remember that? So that that's technically a hit.
1: She's known for comedy, and all her comedies have flopped. Sure. Like, is she really that good of an actor?
0: She, I mean, she's on SNL, and that whoopsie
1: fucking dude a day.
0: <laughs> if you need your your fill of Kate McKinnon, just watch SNL. She's in every sketch, yeah, just jumping up and down, making like bug eyes, and just ho- hogging the camera.
1: Well, yeah, and I guess I would give it a B only because it just it the, it just kind of pissed me off. Just the story in the movie. Some movies
0: are intended to piss you off for a good reason.
1: It's intended to piss people off.
0: Yeah. I mean, no woman should have to work in these kind of ridiculous conditions. And so, yeah, is this a good date movie?
1: Ooh. I would say yes. Men should see this movie to know how not to act.
0: (laughs) Men, Men should know already but yeah i guess if you need a refresher yeah this this is a good little refresher course but yeah i think it's a good date movie too it's it's compelling
1: and it gives you a conversation you know something to talk about at the end of the day
0: no matter who you are male or female this this is a compelling story yeah that's bombshell directed by jay roach you can find more episodes at anchor.fm slash movie date night as well as on spotify and apple podcast we're on Twitter at GN Movie Podcast, and you can also email us at date night movie podcast at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Patrick. I'm Ashley. Thanks for listening.
1: See ya.